0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 14, Episode 12, titled, "Mulan Ru, The Rusical. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one misanthropic co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say, come to my club, pay me money, and watch my bitches dance. To Taylor the... <laughs> 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 the taylor the latte boy hello taylor the latte boy how are you uh,
1: hey how are you joe how have you been i've what's been new what's going
0: on oh that's right you were not here last week you were busy riding the rides at disneyland
1: Oh no! Yes, Disney World. I haven't listened to the episode yet. Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. Yes. Yeah. If I was at Disneyland, I would have had you come along and 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 give be my personal uh, tour guide.
0: It's funny that you say that. I recently saw a video from the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, and um, which is something we don't really call. We just call it Disneyland. The Magic Mag- the Magic Kingdom here they just call it Disneyland, and. Right. Um, uh I saw the castle I'm like wow I that castle's so fucking big and I was thinking like Taylor's going to be so disappointed when he sees You
1: say that every single time Well because time. I know that- I know I you know why it's just I but I would even if I thought at this point if I would say that to you I would say it with a wink and a smile but ultimately I would just love to be able I would love to be able to stand in Disneyland with you and just kind of take it in and then have you say well this is where we go and this is what you avoid and all that kind of stuff
0: Yeah uh, it, it, Look, there's an old saying here in the Disney world, in the, in the Disney universe, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not the size of the castle, it's how you float your moat. I don't know. I'm working on that still. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. I'm sure people will write it's it.
1: Not the, it's not the size of your puppet, it's how good he lies. <laughs> I tell the truth.
0: Um... But uh you know Taylor, couple of things. Okay. We have this amazing community over at patreon.com slash afterthought media, and they are listening live as we speak, talking to each other about what we're talking about, but also not what we're talking about at all. And mm-hmm. uh and also there's all kinds of bonus content, lots of stuff. You know, you guys have heard me talk about it before. Patreon.com slash afterthought media And, uh, but we've launched a new thing and I kind of rambled about it last week, but I want to explain it better this time. Now, if you're one of these people who you're like, I don't want to sign up for Patreon. I don't want that. Also, I don't care if I get the show early, which is what you get at Patreon. I don't care.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm not gonna listen till Monday anyway. I don't care if I get the commercials or not. Right. I want to hear about better help and all that, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care. But I do want to hear this Just Between Us Girls. I've always wanted to hear Just Between Us Girls. So now for about the same price that you pay for premium, you can get Just Between Us Girls on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is right where the show, go to the show page, click subscribe. And not only will you get the the latest episode of Just Between Us Girls – I've already posted. They're already there. They've been there for a week. Every single episode of this season of Just Between Us Girls. So we just How did. Nice. Yeah, we just did episode twelve of Just Between Us Girls. The previous eleven already there, waiting for you, right there. And I don't have to give a website. All you, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, all you got to do is scroll up and listen. I also made a mistake last week's uh Taylor. I said season four was coming. Season three. Is coming to this oh, same thing. Okay. Too. Season three, then you know you and I are in the middle of season four. But yes, um, yeah, you and I are in the middle of season four, which the exclusive tier is getting. But season three is already finished, wrapped, done, and they're gonna that's gonna be coming to this. Uh, feed as well. Uh, all right, Taylor. This week, the Queens lip-sync the house down in, Mo- in Moulin Rue the Rusical, and on the runway, the category is Mirror Mirror. Lady Camden's named the winner of the challenge, while Bosco and Georgia square off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. Georges has told Shantae you stay, but in an anticlimactic moment, Bosco has the golden candy bar and lives to see another day. Taylor the Monte Boy from Florida, Name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Do not say gay. Do not say gay. I don't want you to get in trouble or go to jail. But tell me two things about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: Cocksucker. I didn't say gay. I said That's cocksucker. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, the two things this faggot liked was <laughs> I definitely, I liked the Rusical. I am normally not a big fan of the Rusical, and I thought this might have been one of the better ones that they've done, if not the best one they've done in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there was something slightly different about it that I appreciated. So uh, different camera angles. There was, there was a story that made sense through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, The use of of people other than the queens with Leslie Jordan and Leland, Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting, you know, that sort of stuff. The other thing that I liked was after 12 episodes, we seemed to have a real storyline where there was – that seemed like there was actual drama Mm -hmm. between Bosco and Lady Camden. And it Mm -hmm. extended through most of the episode. It wasn't just eye-rolling like we've seen with Jasmine and Daya. Mm Mm-hmm. The thing that I did not like, you know the thing that I did not like. Oh, let me tell you this.
0: I was – and I, someone said, like, oh, did you guys hear a noise? And I was just like, it's just Taylor screaming from Orlando. <laughs> or, or from – from uh from, well, no, you don't live in Orlando. But from whatever part of Florida he lives in, Tampa or whatever, St. Pete's, wherever Taylor lives, right. that's where we heard the yell from.
1: Unfortunately, I had spoiled it for myself, so oh, I had? knew it was. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, you did. But I—that <laughs> was later. Um, but I, yeah, I. I th- this is this is ridiculous at this point. The fact that we are twelve episodes in and there are still seven girls—it's. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm thr- I love Bosco. I am definitely Team Bosco. So I am glad if anybody got it, it was her. Mm-hmm. I just, I- I'm just ready for, I'm ready for this group to be whittled down. I have certain ones that I'm waiting for them to say, oh my God, just get rid of them. I'm wondering um, if they're
0: going to go into the, let's, let's, let's work out the math. Okay. So now we're going to episode. So there are only 16 episodes, right? So let's work this are out. Are you sure of that? Yes. And then there are only 16 episodes. So now we're going to 13. They're going to have when they leave, let's just presume when after episode 13, there will be six girls, right? Mm-hmm. Episode, ap- after episode 14, there will be five girls. But the problem is 15 is historically a reunion. So do you think they're going to either get rid of two or go into a finale with five girls?
1: I I thought of that. I don't know exactly how they would do that. We also next week is a roast. We still haven't done the makeover challenge yet. We haven't done the makeover challenge yet, and also that
0: doesn't work out math wise, because
1: yeah, they, they there, there's no that. way. There's only there's no way. There's only sixteen episodes. Well, supposedly, to I don't. Be, know. I don't know if this is confirmed. Supposedly they're
0: filming the finale April 6th in Vegas. And the finale is always two week airs 2 weeks after they film it. And Okay, you, but
1: yeah. That's not, that's in 2 weeks. Yeah. And that would be the day before. That would be the Wednesday before cuz cuz April 8th I am going to. I'm going back to Disney actually to see my sister. So that's a Friday. So that gives one episode. People don't know that Taylor's which... sister
0: is uh, is uh, Snow White. So he has to go yes. visit her there. <laughs> no, she's the Wicked Queen.
1: Um, <laughs> I didn't and... want to say that. That that was the first joke <laughs> that went to my
0: brain. Like, yeah, it's not kind of a nice thing to say. about Taylor's
1: sister. <laughs> no, I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, and. So, so if they were to film the finale, then they, that would be spoiling the last, that could be potentially spoiling well, the now last I four, look Cause I would assume if calendar. they're going to Vegas, then it would be, there would be an audience. Let me go to this calendar. Hold on.
0: Um, going to the calendar. Okay. So in the calendar, let me see. So next Friday is going to be the April Fools is going to be episode 13. Right.
1: Which is the roast. Yes.
0: And then, well, no, and then this is not unusual for them. So April 6th would be episode 14, which is when the when the new they've done that before where I've gone, where the new episode where you find out who the finals are before the the final group of girls are before the finale drops mm-hmm. the same day they filmed the finale. So uh, that could work. Mathematically, so they released it on a Wednesday instead of a Friday. No, no, they re- they released it on a Friday. I've been there actually multiple times where they'll air the episode in while you're in the audience, so you know what's going to happen, so you know okay. who the girls are. So that could, in theory, work.
1: I can tell you that in the chat room, mm-hmm. somebody is releasing spoilers that they have redacted, okay. that are that are blacked out, and it is all I can do to not click on it right now.
0: Well, that's up to you.
1: No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Eventually, other people will say stuff, and it'll go away, and I won't say it. But at this point, I I am curious.
0: I used to do spoilers and the rumor mill and stuff like that, but I stopped doing that, because I think with how many episodes they they do, it's important for me to have fun. If I don't have fun, then it's just a, a slog.
1: Well, and that kind of, unfortunately... That's sort of the this. This is really the only spoiler that I have looked at, and it was a big spoiler yeah. as far as the gold bar. Yeah, so I think that I would have been more excited for Bosco had I not known that that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I even knew who won, mm-hmm. who were the bottom two. Oh, yeah, I, you I mean, did. It was you the, knew all that. Yeah, oh. I, I knew that whole last little segment. Unfortunately, See, I, I was aware of what was of going yeah. on. See, I, so,
0: I, I intentionally stayed away from that stuff.
1: Yeah, so, and I, it was one of those, it was, I forget the name of the YouTube channel, but it came up and it was like a a minute 40, and I wasn't paying attention, and if you, like, on your computer, if you hover the mouse over it, like, it does a preview, and it was just words, so then by the time I looked up, I was like, oh, shit, so, but whatever. What about you? What were the two things you liked and the one thing you did not?
0: Um, I actually really liked the category for the runway, Mirror, Mirror, Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, I love this Leslie Jordan (laughs) He's pretty awesome He's pretty rad And the thing I didn't like And I'll go into depth about it When we talk about it
1: Oh okay A teaser as it were
0: The sheer hubris Of this Leland who wrote the musical and then Mm -hmm. cast himself as, first of all, we're being generous, calling ourselves
1: a twink, right? Um, very, (laughs) okay. I wasn't even getting the tweet. I was thinking his haircut is a little young for him. (laughs) I did think that at one point. Well, well, yeah. And also
0: it was this like queen that maybe she was a twink in 2004, you know, uh-huh. when Lori Roggenkamp was doing that really horrible racist tour that she was doing, um, the cotton pit and Ang- the cotton pick and angry tour. <laughs> but, um, she, uh, no, I was like, that, that would be as if like I wrote a musical and I was like, um, I, I, I'm playing the role of the skinniest person ever. No, that would be even funny because people are like, oh, he's being funny, you know.
1: Mm.
0: Like this is what you, it. I, I, I ironically,
1: yeah, he was not being ironic.
0: Part. He was yeah. like, I'm the hot lead. I'm, and I'm sure the producers were like, well, Leland, I guess maybe you should do it. And he's like, oh, oh, me? I mean, I guess <laughs> what? What? I mean, because they could just. They're in Los Angeles. They could throw a rock and hit a twink with credits. Okay, Who but you also machine?
1: figured this was during COVID. So is this something where they were trying to keep as much of a bubble on production as possible? Yeah, so but then they, they could have gotten that Calix. Would... You know? Say that again? They could have gotten that, that Calyx, that pit
0: crew guy Calix. They could have gotten another pit crew member.
1: Oh, it just had them lip sync? Yeah. Well, maybe they tried that. I don't know. It was How old do you think Leland is? You know? You looked it up? I know. I I, I looked up I looked up uh his age. Thirty five. Close thirty four.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say thirty four, but I'm like, I'll go thirty five. Oh interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well uh, alright, the next day the Queens marvel at Jasmine's long winded mirror message, and Jasmine cheers on everyone but Diabetti. Uh, next, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge. It's a Rusical! The Queens will star in a spoof of the musical Moulin Rouge called Moulin Rouge. The Queens need to duke it out to dis- to assign the following roles. First, we have Saltine. Uh, she's the tragic showgirl. Uh, Mama Z, the bearded owner of Moulin Rouge. The Green Fairy, a genie in a bottle of absinthe, and four four scene-stealing showgirls named Charisma, Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent. Taylor, uh, any big thoughts on the little opening bit here and the signing of the Maxi Challenge?
1: I kind of love that there was no (laughs) pre-intro. I kind of love that it went right into the theme song. Yeah. After they said the previously on, Mm -hmm. it was something a little different. It caught my attention because we've talked about how that scene is just so it's the same thing every single week. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see them mix that up a little bit more in future seasons or through the rest of this, um, the rest of the season where they just kind of go right into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Jasmine putting Angie, Deja, and Georges. I just wrote. That's your top three. Like that. That sort of surprised me that those would be the top three that she would pick because I feel like there's definitely Angie, stronger competitors.
0: Deja and George. Georges. I don't know. If I'd put Deja there. Make sure.
1: Maybe are we sure? Deja I don't didn't... know that I put
0: Georges there. I. we sure? But it makes more sense in Deja. Are we sure Deja didn't sneak in and write that part in the mirror herself?
1: <laughs> I, mean, I could totally see her doing. <laughs> Yeah. You guys all go ahead. I, I, I left something back in the workroom. I'll be right yeah, back. I'll, guys, yeah.
0: I'll talk about it when we get to the next. I don't, I don't want to talk. I, I get mad and people talk out of the the moment we're talking about. But there's a moment with Deja in the workroom just like, girl, give it a rest. Okay?
1: Okay. Um, the, When Rue comes in or when Rue does the uh, video message mm-hmm. – I had and and I believe it was deja says somebody says are we going to Paris sort oh, of thing mm-hmm. it it led me to have a brief fantasy in my mind of the way they used to do it when they got down to the bottom usually like six girls on top model mm-hmm. they would take them someplace international yeah and I was like I, and I know this will never ever ever happen mm-hmm. but how cool would it be to have something where the girl where they almost like switch, switch series or like the the girls from you know the the top girls from the flagship go show they go we're going to the united kingdom and then they compete on an episode or they do a makeover challenge with the girls from uk that may Mm -hmm. be filming i i know it's never going to work in my head but i allowed myself that brief fantasy for like 30 seconds i'm like that would be really cool if they could do something like that But that's a good show idea that's a good here's here's the show idea
0: Mm-hmm. Where you do like a little mini all- stars like a one-off like a Christmas special right yeah and you have like some old ass people whoever at leads to be on the show but they're competing for the two slots on UK v the world you know and it and it okay. goes right up against UK right before uk versus the world and the the two winners of that challenge are now the competitors on uk versus the world so
1: almost like a resurrection on Dracula
0: yes okay
1: yes. Mm-hmm. okay oh so then my idea isn't as crazy as i thought about. No. was but I, it just would be or you could even have this could have been easily something you know if you're doing cross promotion and i don't know where they are in production but for a, if this was the makeover challenge you could have had the girls that are going to be on drag race france come and they be the they be the queens that our queens make over
0: yeah that would be a good idea too I don't know. Mm-hmm. Come on. People, uh, world of wonder, people listening, chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> Get on it. Um, I don't really have any thoughts on anything that happened. Not much really happens. I mean, it's just they're just like, oh, look, she wrote a message and Daya's butt her. But then again, it's one of these things where, um, I don't know how really butt hurt she is. I mean, she does have a really good tag at the end, like, oh no, that's during the elimination day. But the point is like, yeah, I'm here. She's not so
1: yeah whatever and i i feel they're trying really hard for the dia villain edit Mm -hmm. and i i feel like you know we we've kind of watched how they pull the strings and grab Mm -hmm. grab eye rolls that have nothing to do with we talked about last week where they said you know and the lip sync wasn't even that good your lip sync wasn't even that good sort of Mm -hmm. thing and the reactions. I feel like they are struggling to come up with a villain, and die is giving them just enough to where they go, "Oh, we can work with this." But I don't. I don't get. It, it doesn't feel as mean spirited as, like Fifi. You know, where it felt like f- the way that they portrayed Fifi, or even Raven, mm-hmm. the way they portrayed the two of them, it was just they were horrible. The, the characters were horrible people. <laughs> I know. <I'm> um, gonna... <laughs> Whereas um, this one, it just feels like she's just sort of like she, she doesn't have an edit button and she just sort of says things and rolls her eyes and it could also she's be, frustrated. This, but also it could be this thing where they
0: know where the editors are taking it and they're sort of playing into it. Like for instance, not to give a peek behind the curtain, but I don't really hate Lori Camp, you know, but I could see me doing, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a strong. I'm just annoyed by her, but I could see a right. thing where I'm all like, good luck, Taylor, Adam Salandra, Adam Burns, Jay Ellis. And Christian and Robert. Mm hmm. I really. Oh, and Nathan Brown. You know, I'm probably, I'm probably, <laughs> but the point I never thank Lori. I just don't invite right. Lori. To. Yeah. I could see myself doing the same thing, which I will 100% do, by the way. <laughs> Uh, alright. In the workroom, the girls listen to the rusical and announce which roles they want. Daya snags uniqueness, Deja takes nerve, and Willow gets green fairy. And Jiria and Georges face off for talent, but Ingeria backs down and takes charisma. Meanwhile, Bosco and Camden battle over who will portray Celine. I'm sorry, Saltine. Uh, in order to break the impasse, the other contestants take a vote, and Bosco walks away with the role of Saltine. That leaves the role of Mama Z to camden taylor let's talk about everything that happened here in the work group any big thoughts here
1: i guess the one question that i had was uh, bosco and lady camden arguing for the part of saltine is this is what i do i'm a burlesque dancer i'm you know i'm a singer i'm a dancer i did da, da, i i i exude i exude sex all that sort of stuff at this point Rue knows you can do that because that's probably part of the reason why she picked you to be mm. one of the contestants on the show. Why would you want to shoehorn yourself into doing a character like this versus showing that you have versatility, showing that you can do that, If that that you've always been known as a dancer, but you're also a comedy queen, mm-hmm. you know, or that you've always been a comedy queen, but you, you know what, I'm going to give, you know, where, where they, I could see like somebody that doesn't, isn't a good dancer them saying in a positive way, you know, you clearly didn't know what you were doing as far as the dancing, but we believed you and and you were trying as hard as you could and we appreciated that. You know, this, it just felt very, I I need this role because I need to be safe because I need to continue coming here. So I don't want to do anything outside of my shell. Well, I think, sorry, basically a
0: different viewpoint on what you said. It could be she just came off an episode where she was almost eliminated and she wants to, uh, play to her strengths to, to remind them of how good she is. Now it didn't work out, you know? Mm-mm. Um, but I think that's what she was thinking she would do. Uh, I think that was sort of the thought process there. It's weird because we, you know, remember when they were talking in confessionals about Bosco's personality, this person that we saw come out does not really correspond to the person that they, you would think before she was a shrinking violet. And that's what they were worried yeah. about. And now she's like, fuck no. How much of it, did, how much of this do you think was not producer driven, but the producer saying, don't give up. I don't want one of on this one. I don't want you guys to give up. I want you guys to really hash this out.
1: I could see that being the case. I also remember, uh, I remember you talking about similar situations on the show, which depending on the contestant, the music that played behind it kind of dictated uh the emotions you're supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. I also watched a video yesterday that was like the top 10 shadiest edits on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And they were talking specifically about um, Latrice on All Stars, whatever All Stars, the 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 second one that she was on with Manila and it's not the shade rattle, but it's the, it's the, like the symbol noise Mm -hmm. and how often they played that for when she said things, which you were supposed to, you were, it was supposed to be where you thought of that as sort of a shady, she was doing something shady or she was doing something underhanded. And Mm -hmm. it was something like over the course of the time she was on the show, they did that noise, like something like 65 times or something. It was like egregious sort of thing. So I feel like, this conversation because you know you could also say the same thing for camden as far as we haven't really seen camden get this putting her foot down yes but Mm -hmm. i feel like what you said as far as producers but i also feel like the music was we never saw the one comment where camden said something along the lines of you know this is a lot of lines and i know i won't have a problem with them and bosco responded with well yeah because you don't have to study them because it's mine I feel like that could have been a moment in which there that could have been a chuckle between the two of them, but they were taking angry faces from both of them to make it look worse than it was.
0: True, but also to go with what I was saying is that it, they it, Camden says this very quickly under her breath, and I think in the same in the same line that you're talking about, she says, "Oh, I know I can do Lady Z very very well. I could do either one of these roles, but I want Saltine. So I'm like. Knowing Camden's personality and the way that these – the 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 chemistry that these girls have with each other, I could see Camden maybe not being happy about it but going, ah, I can do Lady Z as well. Is that what her name? Mama Z. Mama Um, Z. I could do Mama Z as well. I'll just fucking do that, right? But I feel like it seems a little like – because also how convenient I was thinking that Mama Z and Saltine are almost adversarial in the number. That it, that it corresponded to their characters. It wasn't like one wanted uh, Nerve and one wanted Saltine. They are fighting over right. the two most prominent roles. Which is funny that nobody wanted the other prominent role.
1: Yeah. I also found it interesting. Uh, not interesting, but Camden. When Camden did finally with the, with the vote, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting way to do it. We've sort of seen that with... Last season where I feel like people auditioned for a role, but this one, they just kind of said, well, who do you think mm-hmm. Um, Camden's response of, you know, you, you better kill this if you're going to do this, I thought was a very interesting response. And if you don't, you owe me $5,000 Yeah, kind of thing was just, we've never seen. That part before, as far as the we've ne- we've never seen a response like that before. We've s- often seen kind of more passive aggressive responses or sour faces, that sort of stuff. But the actual anger of fine, I'm going to do it, but you better fucking blow it out of the water. Mm-hmm. You know, don- don't. You know, I- I've I've had situations with people where which I've agreed to something and I have said to them, "Don't fuck me on this one," and that's kind of what that felt like. Camden was saying to, uh, Bosco in that moment. By the way.
0: Taylor's talking about me. He told me that the earliest week of the phone call we had. We talked on the phone this week and he literally said, Don't fuck me with this. And I was like, Oh.
1: <laughs> and I was I was sitting at the end of a table yeah. and had on a big fur yeah. fur hat. Yeah, he's like, Don't <laughs> fuck
0: with me, Batance. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. <laughs> and you needed a movie star to sell yeah. your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I will go out publicly.
1: Anyway, sword cuts both ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And I was yeah, I was at the, the table going like you, surely you can't be serious Mister Latte Boy. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh, that what, was what I was going to say. And I want this to be known, okay? I am I'm not saying that the producers fabricated this whole thing. I think the producers just said you guys are not allowed to back down, and I think Camden really did take it personally and really did want this role and really did want to win the vote and really was but her. I think all the emotions you're seeing are genuine. I just think it it landed up that way because the producers would not allow them to back down. Yeah. Like yeah, they I they, can see that. They orchestrated this, but the emotions are very, very real. You know? Mm-hmm. It reminds me we talked about this on on, on UK versus the world where early on Jimbo told Lemon, I'm not voting for you. And they got really mad. (laughs) They got really mad and said, you can't do that. You have to like legit, like pretend like she doesn't know and stuff like that. All right, Taylor, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we will discuss the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right, I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race, the last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I, this, this this sits on me, on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this so you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way, big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space To get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy. Tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had. And I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out, and therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drag race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com
1: slash drag race. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? My favorite all time donut is always a jelly donut, but I also like a chocolate glazed donut. I like a regular glazed donut. Cake, do- like just like a plain, like yellow cake fried donut. And a crawler. I like a crawler. Those are my top. I have never had a Wawa donut before.
0: If you guys ever wanted to know what we talk about during the break, uh, you literally heard it before, um, this music came on. You, you're probably listening to a commercial and then you just heard Taylor listing donuts. Um, that's what happens during the break. hmm. Is Taylor just lists donuts mm-hmm. while I go to the restroom, get a drink, get a glass of water or something. I come back, Taylor is just listing donuts.
1: And beating my dick like it owes me money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about donuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It was a whole thing that was going on here. I was like, I don't know what is happening there. It's elimination. Oh, no, it's over on the main stage. The surprise guest director turns out to be none other than Leslie Jordan, gay icon Leslie Jordan. Bosco picks Mm -hmm. up the courier. You know what's so mean about this is you see these articles now where they show Leslie Jordan as this young strapping man with him. Have you seen those pictures? no oh you ever seen the picture look up young leslie jordan he he posted it and the fucking internet went wild but if i was leslie jordan i might feel to be so hurt because they're all like ha 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 look at this ugly troll old troll used to be hot kind of thing right anyway bosco picks up the choreo quickly and Jira gets nicknames for her dance moves george's is finally taller than someone and camden's ballet background finally gets to shine uh let's wait for Taylor to see these pictures of young Leslie he's, he's,
1: Jordan. He looks like Robin Williams.
0: Do you have the hots for Robin Williams? No. Mm. But People, that's that the picture this picture it looks like oh, Robin yeah. Williams. People were thirsty over it. Uh, it's elimination day and the queens get ready for the runway, the girls discuss how much they've rehearsed, Cameron regrets how stubborn she was about the role of Saltine now that she loves the role of Mama Z Georges hates musicals, meanwhile Bosco's grandma taught him how to dance and Georges used Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to learn how to move, alright we're covering two segments here Taylor because so little happened, but um let's talk about that rehearsal first, your thoughts on Leslie Jordan, your thoughts on uh, Miguel Zarate and um uh, on, uh, Leland as these guest directors here in this moment.
1: Leland I did not even really kind of recognize he was there. He just mm-hmm. felt like he was just sort of sitting there. Leslie Jordan is is a delight. Mm-hmm. That that is where he is just somebody who you just can't he is somebody who at a dinner party I would want to be seated next to. Yeah. If for no other reason to that I hear things under his breath that and yeah. then we would both get in trouble for laughing kind of yeah. thing. Um I, he was always, he was always a character that was, when he was on Will and Grace was mm-hmm. hysterical, um, playing Beverly Leslie. This Miguel, is this the first time we've seen him as a choreographer? Know. How the fuck should I know? Because you, you, you are produced a show about this.
0: Meh. They bring in the, <laughs> le- if I, if I, uh,
1: remembered every time I saw a Dancing Latino, I'd have no other room for other <laughs> memories. I will say this: I thought he was great as a choreographer. Yeah, Again, kind of speaking, very Jamal Sims mm-hmm. in his style. Yeah. Uh, let's see what you can do. Let you know if you skip, if you miss a step, I'm not going to chastise you in front of everybody. I am mm-hmm. going to do the things that you know I need to do to help you to succeed, versus try to tear you down. Unlike yeah. he, who shall not be named. Uh, um,
0: someone posted this picture of Todrick on Discord. I guess he had. A, I didn't know he had an MTV show. Uh, how he does. Seven years ago, like seven or eight years ago, had a one season. So I will say, I hate when they do that. When the listeners do this, well, hold on. If the person who posted this, calm the fuck down. But they go like, <laughs> cause you don't know why I'm saying I hate when you do this, right? They'll put up like, oh, I would love for Joe to hate watch this, right? And usually are am like, I don't care. But this one, I was like, I really fucking would love. to fucking hate watch this fucking show. This fucking Toderick. It would just literally be. I would call the show I Hate Todrick, and it would That could be a
1: limited – that could be – this could be your
0: next uh Sydney Gaze. Well, you're right, because it's eight episodes. So that's exactly what I need for a holiday and hiatus show, but this Todrick – ugh. It, it, ugh. No, I just, even the, the <laughs> stupid fucking, can someone repost a picture in this course so Taylor can see it? The smug fucking picture of this asshole. And now I love, I love it though. He's been exposed and the world sees it. I just saw, and you know what too? Fuck gay media. And let me tell you what I mean. They will okay. fucking bend over backwards for any faggot who has a story to tell because this out magazine did this, uh, puff piece on Toddric yesterday where he's like, Toddric Hall, uh, con, you know, confesses his regrets about Big Brother, and that and it talks about how there's a difference between like a character and your real person. I'm like, no, we saw the real, yeah, we do know there's a difference between a character, the, 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 but we saw the real one on the Celebrity Big Brother. You piece of shit, Todrick Hall. Good, I, I don't know Taylor. And I'm going to tell this right now, and I'm being completely honest. Carson Kressley is not here today. He's not. I know. Sometimes he makes appearances. He is not going to be here today. I promise. I promise you. Okay? okay. This is not something that's like, I'm being funny and Carson's going to show. Nope. Carson will not be here today. Right. But I bet you mm-hmm. this Carson would have so much to say about this Todrick What a piece of shit he is. I I, I, I don't like him. Really? No. Nope. I don't like this Todd. I've never liked him. The only good thing he ever did was hire that lion for that music video. I don't know who that lion is. He
1: was. Oh, that. um, uh, oh, you know who? Oh he is. shit! With, his name's Jojo something? Oh yeah. Uh, occasionally he comes up on my on Instagram Reels, mm-hmm. and I recognize him immediately, and then I go and I look at his pages, and it's all just... my
0: Instagram Reels
1: are twinks doing that eye color challenge. Oh, mine are all um, mine are all pug videos, and stand up comedy, and uh, like gay daddies with their shirts off like oh, no, no. lip syncing to some comedy thing
0: <sighs> mine are all twinks doing the eye color challenge where about the guy it's bruno mars song right and they love they, they're always surprised by their eyes right and then there are these two fucking annoying look i love me a twink right mm-hmm. but there are these two fucking annoying twinks they're a couple just two well i know but
1: they're a couple they're a couple uh-huh. And one of them's French. I think his name's Nikki or something. Uh, yes, I know exactly where, where he always has his lips like, where, ooh, like he always yeah. has like the little tiny lips. And he's, he's yes, I know exactly. Oh, the those you're two about. can go
0: fuck themselves. I well, I they do probably fuck themselves, but right. How I don't know. <laughs> I I thought of very offensive things that would really turn off a lot of people that I want to happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever you think the most offensive thing is that could happen to them that's what i want to happen to them
1: dial it up to 12 and that's what that's what joe is thinking of right yeah now.
0: yeah and uh i hate them i hate them i don't even know why instagram keeps uh, putting their videos in my i i i never look because
1: at them. you because you paused once to watch them and then oh, they go yeah. oh this is something that he likes i've done that before unfortunately with things where i'm Babalu will ask me a question and i'll look up and then realize that i've watched something three times and then that becomes for a while so then it becomes something where when i realize that what it is i like fast i like scroll through it really quickly
0: unfortunately there's one that i do not like this guy there's this tweak tw- i don't like him but i do watch the video because he looks a lot like aiden. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I watch those videos. He, I think he's straight, but he looks like he could be a faggot, right? And he does like these like dancing. He's always he's like this twink who dances, right? Uh, and sometimes I watch his videos, but I hate him too. Uh, I pretty much hate all the twinks on there. Thank you. Which is ironic, but okay. You no, know, you know what I'm learning? I wish I, there was someone I could talk to about this. Here's what's weird, <laughs> Taylor. I think we discovered this together, me and you on a show, or it could have been with somebody else is somebody asked me about the celebrities that I... Oh, yeah, it was when I was in Just Between Us Girls with Jay Ellis. This is what's really weird. It taps into like my inner psychology, and I don't understand it. But if you were to ask me celebrities, all my celebrities are around my age. Yeah. All my celebrity crushes are age-appropriate. You know, they may have been former twinks, but like, I don't like Twink celebrities. This Timothy Chalamet? No. Tom Holland? Mm. No. Tom Daly?
1: No. Like
0: any Twink celebrity, it's unusual for me to like a Twink celebrity,
1: you know? Well, you're being very generous calling Tom Daly a Twink. Well,
0: I'm just saying the people who like Twinks like Tom Daly, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, um, like a lot of these Twinks, I'm not, in, like I think Brent Corrigan is a hundred times hotter now than he was when he was a twink. There's something that in my celebrity, I like people around my age, but there's something though, I just love a beautiful twink. I don't understand. Well, it. you can, appre- you can
1: appreciate youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that is what you, maybe that's what you're more wired into. And you're seeing, you're not when, when like twink celebrities, they are that, that is not natural the way that we see them where they're photoshopped and they're dressed in like you know major fashion and all that sort of stuff where you see like a uh, you know a 19 year old with six-pack abs and doinger shorts running down the street you might be a little like oh yeah you may be, but
0: it, i wish it were the opposite though i wish in my real life i liked you know like ryan philippi but uh and then appreciated tween porn but it's yeah, know it's it's really really strange back to the show
1: uh <laughs> yeah. i don't I, okay so yeah Miguel's okay. I have a question for you. Okay. So, so I thought he was a really good choreographer, okay. basically. Yeah. So at one point, there is a quote that I do not know if you would get it or not, or especially a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. would get where the, the reference from the quote, but it is fame costs and this is where you start paying in sweat. What is that from? I think Bosco, somebody I think it's Bosco that says it. Okay. Let me say this. I don't know, but hold
0: on. I don't know, but I know you. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: you love the 80s. So I'm mm-hmm. going to guess
0: it's some – can I guess – one guess or two
1: guesses? How many do I get? You can have two guesses. Uh, multiple people have already gotten it in the chat room, so which which is why I love our chat room. So okay. don't Okay. I'm going to tell you it's
0: either Flashdance or the movie Fame. Fame. Oh, okay. There you
1: go. It's Fame. And then that was something that Debbie Allen's character always said in the beginning of the TV show. They always showed a clip of her saying that. Oh, okay. So, Yes i i loved that show when i was a kid because faggot but
0: uh-huh. yes i never watched it as a kid was it a good show
1: no it was a horrible show <laughs> but to, but to my 13 year old gay ass it was yeah. it was you know shakespeare yeah so uh and so you know, what the- were your thoughts on george's not liking musical theater because i know that you are oh. a big musical theater guy
0: again it uh, uh you know what I don't know if I've told this story on the show, but it, 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 it's, 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 uh, it's a philosophy that in these days, in these times that I really, really, really stick to, but I have a friend whose mother has a very strong Cuban accent. She's obviously from Cuba. Very strong Cuban accent. <clears throat> very sensitive about people making fun of her accent. Very sensitive. I've known this my whole life. Do not make, she will get very, very, very upset. And they were at the house of a friend, the family, and the daughter, who was in her late teens, early twenties at the time, of the friend. Okay. Nina, her name's Nina. Nina straight up made fun of my friend's mom's Cuban accent. Ooh. And the, the mom said nothing. Right? And she looked there like, why didn't you what? How, why didn't you Nina made fun of your accent? Why didn't why didn't she get mad? And she was like, She's an idiot. Right? <laughs> and right? And I have done that philosophy <laughs> now, like, where, like, especially when I have, I have friends that I love who are super Republican, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, she's an idiot, right? And so yeah. it's the same thing here with George. It's like, as we, she's proven in other episodes, she's just a stupid fucking idiot. Like, what, what this bitch is dancing and punching the ghost at stupid-ass shit, right? And uh-huh. uh, But she hates musicals. I'm like, what? what is the big difference,
1: really? Thank you. What Were you it? surprised that people in the room did had never heard of that movie before?
0: No, it's one of those movies that was a uh, a huge hit, right? But yet is forgotten, you know? And yeah. I'm guessing that Georges' mom is our age, you know? It reminds me of um or younger. I, I told you in Just Between Us Girls that I saw the Batman. Right. Mm-hmm. And so – and the Batman is played by Robert Pattinson, right? Right. And, of course, the murder of Batman's parents is a huge plot point in this, right? And they show – and so, like, oh, yeah, you know, the Batman's – and it takes place in the modern age, too. You know, right. Batman's parents, this, and the, And then they show her gravestone. And she was born in 1976? <laughs> and I was like <laughs> – uh, anyway. Yep.
1: Which, by the way, isn't Robert Pattinson like 30 years old? <laughs> no, he's got to be older than that. Those movies are like 10, 15 years old. Computer, how old is Robert Pattinson?
2: Robert Pattinson
0: is 35 years old. Oh, he's thirty. Okay. So Robert Pattinson 35, is 35. Yeah. And then let's, let's take if This takes place in the modern era. So that means in 2004. He was. I can't do math. Uh, well, but eighteen. But it's, but he was eighteen. Yeah. No. 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 He was. was eighteen years ago. That means he was like seventeen. I think in the movie he's like eleven or twelve. So they're shaving a significant right. amount of time off his age.
1: Right. He's not playing a thirty-five-year-old in the movie. He's playing like somebody in his late twenties, early thirties. So that all that all matches up.
0: Mm. All right. Um. Mm anyway uh, well, uh Elimination Day the girls discuss how much they rehearse, rehearsed who cares Cameron gets how stubborn she was no she doesn't she knew the entire time George's hates Musicals and then the to Maton had day. oh yeah Crouching Talk okay so we've covered all the Elimination Day alright it is time for Moulin Rouge. oh you know what I forgot to talk about let me bring this up no. when they were back going back to when they were choosing the roles and Deja was like well first of all Deja wanted a role that nobody wanted
1: but she was acting like everybody wanted it <laughs> But she's like, well, that that just that just seemed like she was triggered after yeah. <laughs> after the after the '60s girl group challenge. That she was like, I'm not letting myself get talked out of anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which makes sense, but then she was like,
0: guys, and she makes a point that you know, I the last time I I gave it the role that I wanted, right? Okay, and I won the snatch game. What? Okay, who? <laughs>
1: But what that mean? okay but you know what you're gonna milk that for if you're the only one that was on that didn't have to lip sync you're gonna milk that until everybody looks at you and goes okay enough
0: but it just reminded enough. me when we you get one it. of
1: like the nerd the little
0: like you make the little shy nerd like the class the, the hall monitor and all of a sudden they
1: wield that power deja's the kind of person uh-huh. of a cop that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. give a small person sm- a small amount of power they think they are powerful
0: yeah it was it was kind of boo hacker ish and for those of you who don't know who Boo Hecker is, go to uh, season nine. Is it, guys, you guys remember better than I do? Is it season nine, episode 10 or 11? One of the two. Oofah. Right? Anyway, <laughs> uh, Mulan <laughs> Rue the Rusical on the main stage of Queen's debut, Mulan Rue the Rusical. Your thoughts on the, on the Rusical, Taylor?
1: Um like I said I really liked it. I liked that they used different camera angles. Mm-hmm. We were surprised at, before it started, Babalu said, "Why isn't Leslie Jordan the judge this week?" I don't understand. Yeah, why that it's was this that was who had, we had no, we had no idea who she was. Mm-hmm. But then when he walked up on the stage, then we 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 got it. We're like, "Oh, well that makes perfect sense." Mm-hmm. That does make perfect sense. Um I I th- I really thought it was really pretty good. I thought I thought everybody, for the most part, across the board. Now again, I went into this knowing who was going to be in the bottom, mm-hmm. so I knew to kind of look f- at their at uh, Bosco and George's performances with a little bit more of a fine tooth comb, mm-hmm. and I could see where they were both a little t- to varying degrees a little lower energy than everybody else was, mm-hmm. um, but they weren't horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just kind of, they were okay compared to some performances that were really good. Well, yeah, I thought and, Deja's and, re- performance when she did the rap was really, really
0: Yeah, good. yeah. She, it was really good. I mean, she shows her, her role wisely, but I'm just saying she, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't have to to do that. She didn't have to drop that right then. You know, but RuPaul says this when she's doing the judges. She says that they all did a good job, and they were barely really trying to go over it with a fine-tooth comb and whatnot. So... Yeah. Uh, my only complaint was with the Rusical itself. I thought it was a little long. You know, um we didn't. Have, you know, once we met the characters, maybe a little number together, and but, but but. then it became this whole thing, and the drink, and too much Leland. I, I. I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> is is Leland the new Tadric?
0: Is this going to be where we get the this, this Leland? No, he's not Tadric because it's. He's not like mean to the girls, but you know, I will say, you know who he's closer to actually, which is funny because the role he's taken up, he's closer to Lucian, where I feel like Lucian started more in the background. You don't really notice him. And then Lucian started to get more and more attention. And then Lucian started to pull this kind of shit too. You, you know what's always funny is if you look at the cover girl video, uh-huh. for some reason they made Twinkie Lucian like the hot guy going cover girl. Put the bass in your wall, and you see this little right. twink with and you're like, no,
1: you know. Well, but he was the producer of it, and and that was really before you figure Cover Girl came out right before season one, so you know that they filmed that video for yeah. about fourteen dollars. Yeah, the biggest budget was renting that car or something, but um,
0: <laughs> but uh, but in this one, it was like. So he's starting to do that thing now. He wants to be famous. He wants to be known. And I don't know how it works getting him on there with the production. And I'm sure he'll post something on social media, maybe, where it's like, guys, I really didn't want to do it. It was just like, but you're like, mm. look,
1: if they came to me, I'd be like, no, I'm yeah. not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. No, no. Well, but, but you also figure he is somebody who is a producer and singer on his own. Mm -hmm. So and then this is an opportunity For I mean ultimately Part of the reason that they do this is for Promotion so he's promoting that he Can do these things and there is somebody Out there that will think oh I You know he's somebody that we could get and he has The you know drag race cachet Behind him so that'll It it might just be that that Was the case I don't know
0: yeah but it's One of the things where he's a puka shell necklace away from Being baby new year 2001 You know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where like the bleach blonde hair. He's kinda of like guy fee like a gay he's gay Fieri
1: Gay fiery. Yeah. And like was, like his undershirts all still say Hollister or they have the yeah, American Eagle logo yeah, on them. American
0: yeah. Eagle, yeah, 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 exactly. He's wearing the, the big belt buckle with a shirt tucked in behind it and <sighs> he has a von Dutch hat. Anyway, <laughs> um yeah, I just thought it was a little long. It was fine, but everything else was fine. Uh yeah. any other thoughts on the Rusical Taylor. Uh, no. Well, I have no. a big announcement before we get into the looks. We have a very special guest, Taylor. Really, give me a bit. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, taylor uh we have a very special guest today we've never had him on the show before okay he's my brother from another mother give it up for the very our very own ross matthews <laughs> ross hi everybody it's me
1: ross <laughs> matthews what are you guys doing <laughs>
2: how are you doing ross oh i'm doing fine let me tell you first i like to go to punk springs
1: and i like to have a bunch of people just
2: lay have top of me and then think of my home but how are you doing
1: taylor Oh, I'm doing great. I enjoy that too. Only on the east coast, not the west coast.
2: Well, you know how it is with me. Anyway, uh Taylor, uh I'm here to talk about the looks.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Well yeah, we brought Ross in here to talk about the
1: looks. Okay, excellent. Um, So we'll get his opinion as we go, yeah. Alright, so do we want to just go over the way we normally do or are we just like the ones we like the best and the ones that we didn't
0: like? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you know what, what we're going to do is we're going to have you give the ones that you like because we don't, we don't have all that kind of time, Taylor. So what we're going to okay. do we're going to have you give the ones you like first and then Ross will comment on them. Okay. You know, and So and,
1: I am, okay. Yeah. So I am going to say that my favorite look had, uh, I have three favorite looks. The first of which was Bosco's because it was very Mugler inspired and, uh, very, uh, silent film metropolis metallic robot lady. Even though it is a silhouette that we've seen with Bosco before, I loved it when she came out in that outfit. Yeah. Ross, what do you think of that?
0: Okay. Well, thank you,
1: Ross. <laughs> okay. Uh, I enjoyed Willow's look. I thought Willow's look was really great. Uh, I loved the whole kind of bicentennial Joan Jet hair with the with the rockets, uh the rocket and the star behind her. I thought that that was a fun, that was a fun look for for Willow.
2: I love the choice That's <laughs> my favorite kind of I All
1: right, thank you, Ross. <laughs> And speaking of a '70s inspired look, my favorite look was diabetes. I loved, I loved the outfit. It was full drag, it, which Kiss is kind of drag, and I thought she did a really great job. Of we knew exactly who she was when she came around the corner, and it was it was absolutely it was a great great night for Diabetti.
0: all right okay. well thank you thank you ross
1: <laughs> so the two looks that i liked the least and this one may be controversial i did not like injuria's look there was something about it that i did not like the construction of it mm-hmm. um my husband loved it he was like oh that's so pretty and i'm like Meh. but yeah. it just wasn't my favorite look of hers i feel like she's had much better looks uh, okay ross the other look that i did not like was deja skies it was not it was not mirror mirror it was holographic and it was not it was not flattering in any way so and i don't get the weird little like adventure time crown on her head either so that was my that was my other look that i really really did not like I had not thought of that. That's a great point, Ross. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you. That was very astute of you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you, Ross. That was really nice of you. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on this, uh, Taylor? No, that's
1: it. That's, that, that's
0: it. Well, um, Ross, do you have any last word before we let you go? Well, thank you much for being here. Maybe we'll see you next time here on uh, Drag Race Recap. All right, Taylor, that's everything about the looks.
1: That's everything about the looks.
0: All right. Well, those are the looks. All right. (laughs) On the main stage, RuPaul names Lady Camden the winner of the challenge and asks the girls who should go home. Later, RuPaul places Bosco and Georges in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song Heartbreak Hotel, the Hex Hector remix by Whitney Houston. In the end, Georges wins the lip sync, but Bosco reveals a gold bar which prevents her elimination, Taylor the Latte Boy. Any final thoughts on the
1: episode? I feel like they were reaching for, as we talked about, they were definitely splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. But the one comment that Michelle said of the, you know, you could have gone so much bigger, like the sneezes. You could have gone bigger with the sneezes. I'm like, how much bigger could she have gone with the sneezes unless she shit her pants on stage? I mean, it was just it, it that that to me was a ridiculous statement on Michelle's part yeah um the other thing and this is sort of one of those I would encourage people who have watched the show to go back to I think after the last commercial break mm-hmm. there is something going on with the sound with Rue's voice, oh really which it it sounded her voice sounded weird. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was weird they it almost sounds like they were purposely like, like modulating her voice in some way. That,
0: who would I don't ever know. do that on a show? That's
1: ridiculous. No, I know. Who would ever do that on a show? Um, I have seen a lot of comments about Georges' read of Bosco on the who would go home, yeah. who would, you know, who should go home kind of thing. And everybody's saying that that was, that that was very funny. Um, and it was, it was fun to see a little bit of drama between some of them. You yeah. know, it, it just felt like we haven't really had any real. Drama, but even then, when you go to untucked, you were kind of expecting there to be a fight. And it was very much of the, we know you had to say a name. It's, I'm not taking it personally. It just, I, this was the first untucked that really, I just kind of scrolled through my phone the whole time. Like I was not really paying attention to it at all. And I normally am a big fan of untucked. Um, as far as the gold bar goes, I, you know, I'm glad Bosco got it. As I said, I am yeah, Team Bosco. Mm-hmm. I just want, I just want, I just want this season to, 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 to move along. And it feels like it is not moving. Yeah. It feels like we are still staying at the same spot.
0: I will say from a television point of view, I don't understand what is going on, why they're doing that. These are very, very, very strange choices they're making. Again, you know, it's a word I used earlier, but I think it's hubris. I think it's 100% hubris. And I think what can often happen is you surround yourself with yes men, and they are living in a vacuum where they don't realize that this pisses off the fandom. That they we're just going to do what we want, and they don't—they no longer care about whether it affects the show or not. They, in other words, they think it's a great idea, and there's no one that tells them it's not a great idea.
1: Well, and I would say, um, in theory, if we were all still trapped in our houses, mm-hmm. it could potentially have been a good idea. And I, you know, I was thinking about this last night as far as the, we talk about how much the show is formulaic and that you can see, you can see the beats coming a mile a minute. So I get why a bunch of them all sat in story editors or whatever have sat in a room with the whiteboard and have written out what are things we could do to kind of mix things up. And an example would be last year's uh, lip sync off on the very first episode. I watched another video about this yesterday. In theory, that's a great idea. The problem with that, that though, is there w- we weren't attached to those characters yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They were just random people that we were watching lip sync. And what you were doing is at, the, at that moment, you were watching seven girls' dreams be crushed over the course of an hour. And it was mm-hmm. exhausting. And it wasn't necessarily as fun. I think the idea of the chocolate bar, somebody thought, oh, that's a really good idea. But then for whatever reason, the, the the application of it has just been tedious. But at this point, they filmed the season. There's nothing they can do about it. Seeing some of the stuff that people say on Twitter, I hope that there are producers that are reading all of these and recognizing how much people are just tired, how much fatigue people have, and that they are doing things to kind of bring it back to bring it back to the drag race that we love with just some tiny tweaks. We don't need these huge new rules. We just need tiny little tweaks every once in a while to make it interesting. I saw something, an infographic that at this point in the season, Bob had already won. He wasn't a shortened season, but yes. Yeah. But still, but like by like three or four episodes, he had already won. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, when you see something online, like, survivor 42 is just starting mm-hmm. and i'm like god 42 how could it be 42 episodes i just saw another thing that said there have been over the course of all of the different seasons there have been 33 seasons of drag race between the international ones between all stars over the course of 12 years mm-hmm. that's insane mm-hmm. that is absolutely insane
0: i think I actually think the exhaustion comes from not eliminating people. Like, in other words, if they would have had more queens. Let's say they had 16 queens, 17 queens, 18 queens, but you were eliminating people every week. Mm-hmm. The I'm not saying people wouldn't be exhausted, but it wouldn't be this heavy of an exhaustion. It's just another – we want to see people eliminated. We want to see – we want to feel like we're making progress. And it yes. feels like we're spinning our wheels in the mud. Uh, and so, I don't know, I just, I, I don't know. It's just, it was a very, very weird choice. Uh, and it's, it's very, very strange. It's, it's not good. I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know why. I mean, no. It, I, I really would love to, I would love to have an honest conversation with someone on the business side of this about the logic here, because I'm going to tell you something. There's someone, who knows people who work on the business side of this shit. I'm talking about the numbers. I'm not talking about creative. I'm talking about business side of this. They know what they're doing. They know exactly. They have data like you wouldn't believe, and they make decisions based on that data. So to to I would love to know the data of what is the basis for this decision. Because what would happen is the producers would say, we want to do something like this. And then that person would be like, no, 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 no. You can't because the
1: numbers say this. You know, how is this getting through that? I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Well, and I also think that it would be different if they weren't eliminating people and we were getting drama out of it. There has been, you know, if we were getting situations like, you know, Candy versus Tamisha every week Mm -hmm. and they weren't, but they weren't sending people home and then that pissed somebody off because the closest we came to that was that she didn't get rid of Jasmine and Daya was pissed about Mm -hmm. it. But if that had been a situation in which like they didn't get rid of Tamisha that week and then the, we knew there was gonna be more fights with Candy, like in season thirteen, mm-hmm. then that would be something where, okay, well now I've got something to watch. But this whole walking with children in nature everywhere is and nobody's leaving for it, it's like we it, progress exactly what you said yeah. we need to see some sort of progress and feel like we're getting to some place because yeah. at this point it doesn't feel like we've seen the light at the end of the tunnel yet no it doesn't even though
0: i know there is it's still you're like oh god jesus christ all right well that's going to do it for this week's episode of rupaul's Drag Race recap. <laughs> be sure to join uh, us
1: we love uh, a yeah. show we absolutely love.
0: yeah be sure to join us next week and seemingly every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself... Sachet away
1: for every week for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragrace recap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthought media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthought media. Taylor has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Copilot and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Instagram and Twitter at P.I.M.C. Taylor Follow Joe Batance on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters Agnesia Chopinska April Pacheco Astute Girl Brad Coley Coco San Pedro Declan Prosser Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland. Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixth. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.